Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the Ding Bamba. You turned this into a fight. You took my girl, and now I am horrified. But guess what she said on this very night? Guess her dick fits the Asian stereotype. You think the girl that's, took her out wait, a few right, times? She's looking okay. like a ten, but I ain't that's, even got um, eyes. You might song, be cool, but it um, got a good time. But she'd be bad. telling me they just ain't even yeah, my size. Um, you might have got my girl by splashing some threes, but trust me, man, you're not the MVP. The Let me tell you something that I don't want to see. The girl yeah. has a bad case of HIV. HIV, that's podcast. a really nice fad. I gave it to your girl and she was chilling in my pad. You know something else real bad. I gave it to your mom, your sister, and your dad. Shit, that's fucked up, man. But I'll keep rocking with it, man. I don't give a damn. Okay. It's the kind of low IQ play I got to deal with on a daily basis. F- who the fuck did that, man? What who what happened there? Crazy. Why is it freezing in here? Because I opened the window and turned on the fan. When you're wearing I'm a jacket. Human. Exactly. I wanted to be comfortable and I didn't care about you. Okay? I said it. I'm selfish. You're so stupid. I'm a selfish human. I just want to be comfortable. So anyways, how, how are you, sir? How is your tits? They're surviving. Firmly? That's confidential. Oh, confidentiality. Got it. Got it. Well, we're coming into this one raw. Just like I went into Nathan. That's okay. And we're going to be talking about the meaning of life. We three, are? Three, two, one. Meaning Very of life. Very unscripted podcast today. The it's meaning normal. of life is... What is life? Speaking of life, rest in peace, Juice World. That's like... We he's, said that like... He's like died like a long time ago, but holy crap, man. I still miss him. Rest in peace I miss Kobe him so Bryant. much, bro. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, too, dude. Yeah. That's tough. I usually have the answer to the question, but this time I'm going to be silent. silent. This time. Ain't nothing but the feeling of uncertainty. The airiness is silence. Last time it was so unexpected. Last time it was the drugs he was lacing. All legends lie in the basement. All legends fall in the making. Sorry, true. Sorry, true. Die young. Leaving you. Welcome to the Bamba and Tim Sings Random Shit podcast. Um, I'm in Her a gave me a feeling. I feel it. <laughs> Stop. Problems We're I done. numb and conceal them. It's <laughs> like my feelings. I still feel them. It sounds like you're Kermit the Frog, bro. That's what it sounds like. Go up, don't stop. This is like, no, like this is what the podcast sounds like once we get in like 30 minutes into it. But now we're starting it out. We're starting out 30 minutes in. His scars are really gorgeous. Ain't that a weird way of giving compliments? All right. We got it all out. Welcome to Bamboo Podcast. We got it out. We got it um, out. Yeah. A lot of good stuff happening today. A lot of great stuff on the agenda. Today's actually pretty really on agenda. I'm not even going to lie. Like last time we actually had an agenda, but this time like Tim's just lying. Wait, you guys just listened to a three-hour podcast. Thank you for Dude, doing that. three hours and 15 minutes. That's Isn't crazy. That insane? 15? Yeah. That's crazy. That's the longest podcast yet. We didn't it was even take a so, break. I think people may be wondering like because the quality of that podcast is actually going to be a little lower than normal because the hosting service literally couldn't fit that podcast size. Like it oh, was really? too big and I had to compress it even further. For it to just like upload, so yeah, pretty fat. 
a it's fat, like, it's a just, fat so it's like it's not no it's not that bad it's just i think it actually sounds normal like the normal like talking sounds normal but then it's the uh intro like the intro music sounds a little more uh distorted than normal that's why you guys but, gotta subscribe to our patreon link in the description fifty dollars a month you get the high quality bamba and tim you also get our leaked sex tape on demand for rent that's after great. the fee. That's... You have to go through the paywall and then you have to go through another paywall in order to get our leaked sex tape. $5,000. <laughs> Which, what? Wait, Would wait, you, I, wait, wait. I, I, someone... Now's a good time for me to use that Russell Westbrook meme. <laughs> what, what you saying, bro? <laughs> what, what you saying, bro? <laughs> Dude, what you talking about, man? <laughs> yeah, I know, for real. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I need to use that so much. To How see. much money would someone have to give you for you to leak nudes of yourself? We're just gonna start off the podcast like yes, this. Yes. How much money? <laughs> It'd be like right. I. I really like that. Really like um. That's like really appalling to me. The fact of like my my friends like having that. Like I think and just anyone. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care that much. Like I, what I, is the big I guess deal? That's what makes us. I don't know. I just. What's I just a big deal about people. Seeing I just you don't naked? like. I just don't like being embarrassed. Anyone you know? who wants to see me naked can just look me up on the hub. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> new video every Tuesday. <laughs> no, new video new video every Friday at noon with the podcast. <laughs> oh god. It's like right after the podcast. It's like what the fuck? It's like it's like really weird and creepy like 5 minutes after it gets uploaded. <laughs> That's if we had the soundboard, we'd be like, damn, son, where'd you why, find this? Why are you gay? Why are you gay? Where'd you find this? Why don't we have the soundboard yet? I don't know. I, I bought have a it. Headache. We've I have been a headache. so lazy. We've just so... been so lazy. Well, I haven't sent you any files, so it's I guess. true. It's we, partially your fault. It's partially my fault. I'll take blame. I'll take some blame. It's That's facts. Be a lot of work. I was actually listening to, I actually listened a lot to our podcast, like, to fall asleep, <laughs> just because, like... <laughs> Sometimes the old ones, I forget what we already talked about. I'd be like, oh, shoot, did we talk about that? Like, yeah. crap. Like, today I was listening to the one where you were talking about, like, tips and stuff. And I was like, dude, Tim actually low-key kind of wise about his tips. Like, about his tip solutions. Like, it's actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm a philosopher on here. Like, I sometimes act... You're like dumb, Aristotle, bro. Yeah, people are going to look back Socrates, on this podcast. Bruh. And it's going to be, uh, it's going to be philosophy 101. It's going to be a new class, philosophy 101. Is there a philosophy major? Yeah, Dude, you can major in philosophy. Yes. What do you do? What does a philosophy major do? Philosophize, philosophize, philosophies. Yeah. What else do you think philosophies? they do? <laughs> they think, bruh. That's all they do. <laughs> they just sit in the classroom and they're like, "Now everyone." I wanted to think. be a philosophy major. What do you do in philosophy? Um, what What do you? What because like actually like it's super. They just talk deep and stuff. I mean like I know it's that's not the entire class. There's a lot of writing and all these other things, but. So like they go, really, they really like, um, you know, like TOK at, uh, Valencia. It's really similar to that, you know, uh, they really yeah. just like break apart things mentally. <laughs> it's pretty cool. That actually sounds kind of wrong if you think about it differently, but yeah. Nice. But why, <laughs> what job are you going to get with a philosophy degree? You know what? There are a lot of handouts that tell you. If you just go to those, philo- if you I go, mean, I know there is you go FJC and then like, cause you go FJC, right. And they yeah. have those like career fairs and you just be like, Hey, what can you do with a philosophy degree? And that's when the philosophy guy comes up to you and he's like, here you go. No, you go. What? And it's literally a handout that says, what jobs can I get with a philosophy degree? It's like, what can you get with a philosophy degree? A homeless guy walks up. 
<laughs> the world's gonna end in 2057. I'm right because philosophy. Dude, as you realize, we came off a podcast where you predicted like. Oh yeah, that's last <laughs> it's been 20 podcast. minutes. Like 20 minutes predicting my life. It's all gonna come true. But I've always wanted to know mm-hmm. what are the odds that you die peacefully in your sleep? You know what I mean? There's yeah. all these things that can happen to you, like Alzheimer's. You know, mm. dyslexia. Mm-hmm. Um micro penis you know all these things that can happen before you die but like what are the odds what are the (laughs) what are the odds that you don't get any like fatal diseases and you just die of old age like what is that that's like the dream like what's your odds of not getting murdered or anything else cancer um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I was asking you. Like, <laughs> it's actually interesting because I was but, yeah. talking about that this morning with my aunt because my grandma is eighty nine. That's kind of crazy. Like, you know, she's nineteen thirty, born nineteen thirty. I'm like, bro, you live like that. I consider that a a win in my book. If the if the if I even make it to eighty nine, that's impressive. You probably will. You probably I don't, will. I don't. Here's think the thing. I don't know. When our parents, when our parents were kids, the age that you were living to, the expected date was sixty, and now it's eighty, so it might go up to a hundred by the time we're their age. It. it I mean, it, I want to think so, but I've always had this. It will weird go up. Fear. It'll be above eighty. I don't know. I've always had this not weird. It's not like a fear, but I've always had this weird like thing where I'm like, I just feel like, you know, like Isn't it one of I, one out I, of like, seven like, people get cancer. Like I could, like I could die young. <laughs> this is so freaking morbid. Like we're just jumping around here, but I think one in seven people get cancer. Did not die of cancer, but just get cancer. I mean, I well, think where would you want to have cancer? Like where would be your like ideal spots? Like top five cancer skin, spots. skin cancer. Is that not, what is what happens with skin cancer? You literally just get like some skin chopped off, and then you're good. <laughs> well, I don't I'm pretty think sure it's that simple. You can die. No, I, no yeah, you, you can. Really but up. like, there's some that are just really bad. Like, because if you get it, like brain cancer, you're dead, bro. Like, how are you gonna survive that? There's not. There's no surgery that could do in your brain. You got big brain. You don't need all the brain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's wrong with you. If you have a big um, brain, then or like, uh, yeah. like obviously, like lung cancer. That's pretty tough to come back from. I think there's certain ones that are okay, like breast cancer. Because you could just remove chop them titties off. Chop one off. Thank you. I mean, I feel like testicular cancer is tough because you're kind of ending your um, neutering. You're yeah, neuter- you're neutering yourself. Come half a man after that. Um, that sucks. That would suck. Skin so cancer is a really good one. In terms of like, <laughs> don't if you had to like say it that way. You don't <laughs> well, have if, you had to, if you had to choose one, skin cancer is a really good one. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. What? what are you talking about? It's like literally, you know, no, you realize people you get skin that. cancer like all the time, right? Like, there's a really good it's chance. A, if you just are in the sun a lot, like, you're probably going to get skin cancer. Yeah. Like, you might not even realize it yeah. if you had skin cancer. Like, really? Yeah. I think so. I might be wrong. Like, those dark spots on old people, I think, isn't that like skin? I don't know. I don't even comprehend. I might be people. talking out my. People are all like, lane. Here's here's another question I have. When people are donating money to charity to help with cancer, are they helping? Like, how do you even try to come about the cure to cancer? Like preventing cancer. There's like have you heard of conspiracy theories of like people saying that the cure the cure to cancer already exists? Oh but, yeah, but um, like, pharmaceuticals do, are like blocking but, it from happening because it's cancer, more it benefits more it benefits them more economically. If um, someone's suffering from cancer instead of being cured from it, I don't think I I I hope to think that the world isn't that cynical, but that might be true. Maybe it's true. Could be but true. 
capitalism but people are so donating so much money to stopping cancer it's like that'd be really fucked if like all that money was actually going to nothing because it's already solved i feel like i will also wouldn't be surprised though if it was going to nothing but I, I where would it go to because my impression is is it sells that are basically we have no control over that just start splitting like crazy is that true or is that not true what do you mean cancer yeah yeah it's like it kind of just like it's just the cells going pop, 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 right? Like randomly. Yeah. So we can't, like, we don't even understand why that happens. And so how would we even go about solving that? Like, we're just pumping radiation into people. Well, I think they have an idea of why it happens. It's because in, like, your genetic code, like, you um, you have parts of it that are already, like, a bad mutation or a defect. Where yeah. it, because, okay, think about, because that's why you've heard of the Human Genome Project, right? Oh, uh, what is so that? So the Human Genome Project is basically decoding, like the human. I, I might be wrong, but I think it's decoding like the human DNA. So like basically, your DNA is kind of crazy because it kind of could tell your future, right? If you could read it right. So basically, but super super long, as you understand, because there are certain, for instance, like there's certain parts of it. It's like, oh, when you hit age twelve, you're gonna like. I have, think that the, you have to like you know start like starting puberty or something like that. I think you know? the long part of my DNA is mainly located in my on my penis. That's great. Okay, continue, please. <laughs> Human Genome Project, right? So if they, I, I might be speaking wrong, but I think this is the gist of it is. It's going to take them for it's there is an end date for when it will happen because basically they have to sequence the entire like correct he, human genome, which is like so, so long. It's like a really long strand of DNA, mm -hmm. right? But it's like once you unlock like the perfect human genome, which will take them a while, but th they'll be able to do it. It'll happen within our lifetime that they do it. They basically are predicting that they could use that to start new technology to which is gonna this is kind of crazy but um they could like tell you if you have cancer or something like that like so like early oh, wow. on they'll be like you're gonna have cancer at some point in your life you're gonna have alzheimer's at some point in your life oh, because shit. they could s compare your dna with like the correct one be like oh and we use see a computer the program to yes. go through and just go yeah 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 here's the crazy and thing, then what's though. even crazier is like there's a lot of movies that like take it a further level so let's say you're pregnant and then you're like oh um, your kid is going to have uh, Down syndrome, and then you could literally abort it like within like a week. Like, oh, wow. or you could be like, your baby's gonna be a girl, baby's gonna be a boy, your baby's gonna have Alzheimer's at this age, your baby's gonna like all this crazy stuff. And then, wow. would you still have your baby or even yourself? Like, do you even want to know if y'all have cancer? I you know what I'm saying? That's what like, there, that's, that's, that's like it's a very interesting. It's the whole thing of like, do you like live in ignorance or do you um, like go and like figure out like how you die how you do these things like that's crazy and i will choose ignorance all the time that's what I, that's my personal philosophy yeah. and i kind of take it in like other ways too i feel like when people go and something's wrong with them and they're having a problem mm -hmm. and they go on the internet and they find their problem with mm -hmm. quotes mm -hmm. and they self-diagnose themselves i think that's a problem too because mm -hmm. I feel like when you self-diagnose yourself with something on the internet without an actual prof professional doing it, you're putting thoughts into your mind. And your mind is so powerful that if you think that you have something, like it will definitely affect your odds of having it. Mm -hmm. Like we see that in people doing studies when you, when people have a problem and it's not curable, 
and there's nothing we could really do about it. Or if it's a mental problem, like you're start to like, like you're having problems with something, right? Mm -hmm. That's just all Mm -hmm. in your head. Yeah. And instead of doing intense therapy all the time, trying to work through it, one way that it works is saying, is the doctor telling you, a professional doctor telling you, this pill that we're going to have you take every single day is going to solve this problem. Mm -hmm. 100%. That's what they tell you. They say, this is going to solve your problem 100%. You take the pill every single day. It's a sugar pill. And you go and you're taking the pill every single day and you start to feel better. And you start to, your problems start to go away because your mind thinks that you're being cured. And so I think it's, I think that not knowing things is sometimes the best way to not have problems. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like the more that you look into yourself, the more you realize that you do have problems, but they might not impact you if you don't think about it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. As much. Like... I'll give you an example with myself. I go and I have this problem where if my hands are dry, I get really uncomfortable when I see somebody touching something that I perceive as dry. Mm -hmm. So it's completely inside my head. So if you go and you had a notebook and you were flipping through your paper and my hands were dry, I would assume in my head that your hands are dry and you touching the paper makes me feel uncomfortable. Right. incredibly uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if your hands are soaking wet because I will picture your hands being my hands. Right. And that's a problem that I had and I didn't know what it was and I kind of didn't really ever look into it. And I found out that like other people have the same problem. It's diagnosed as something, but I don't remember what it was. And once I saw that other people are having this problem, my like symptoms and recognition of it went way up. Mm-hmm. And I find myself in situations where, I am experiencing that a lot more frequently. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I always carry around a bottle of lotion with me most yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. But honestly, Ryan, like recently, I think because it's been winter time and a little bit more cold, I don't have that problem as much. It's more when it's like dry heat outside. It's usually kind of dry though in the winter time too. Yeah, it's a little dry. I have it at school. It happens all the time. Yeah, I don't like, like dry hands just for myself. But I don't really care if other people have. Well, it depends. It's, it's all in my head. Yeah. It's a super mental thing, and I know it's a mental mm-hmm. thing in my head because if if my hands are lotioned up, it doesn't matter if you have dry hands or not. Mm. You know what I mean? It's all my hands right. and how I feel. And then if I my hands feel dry and I see you touching things, then mm-hmm. I I like get really uncomfortable, like to a point where like I can't even function. Like I have to like close, put my hands on my ears and just close my yeah. eyes Yeah, because I just can't, you know. Mm-hmm. Like even talking about it right now, like it's really crazy. Oh, it's really like yeah, yeah. Like I hate it. I mean, I feel like I just playing devil's advocate to your um, like what you were saying about um, I don't know, life. <laughs> I think it's very. It's, I think it's very situational too. It's it it depends because obviously we're yeah. aware of people who I feel like don't appreciate um like the the brevity of life in terms of the, in terms of the fact that like, um, we usually take time for granted. I feel like, um, because like what you're saying is, Oh, I'd, I'd, I guess that there's, there's a good part to your argument in terms of like, um, the fact that you shouldn't live your life, like 
paranoid yeah about you know like oh like i might die like tomorrow because it's the the knowledge of you dying tomorrow is a good and a bad thing yeah um there's a lot of I, I, for instance i assume i know when kobe died um i saw that uh i think kendrick perkins on twitter like he was like hey you know kd like any beef we had like let's 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 reconcile that which they were beefing for a while um so that's pretty good mm-hmm. you know sometimes like you realize like you realize how short life is you don't want to be like fighting with people over dumb things you yeah. know but then there's also people who um if you live if you take that too far like um obviously we're well aware of people who for instance let's say you're in a, an abusive relationship yeah right like that's that's tough like i don't i don't like that because it's like why would you be subjecting yourself to pain that you know you do not want permanently but at the same time you're not making taking any action to get out of it or solve that situation and i'm like the way i view it is you are disrespecting how precious time is you know like tomorrow's not guaranteed but you're here you are wasting time two three four five years even like three months on someone that you know is like not even a part you don't even see a future with this person it's, right it's so crazy how people get in those relationships and right it reflects on how their dad treated them yeah like if you go into psychology and stuff which i haven't so mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know <laughs> my short dive into psychology um i took like a class you know whatever and just hearing about some of that stuff and how like the world works it's pretty fucking crazy you know what i mean yeah. like how much how something that's from your childhood can affect you so much in adulthood like I'm just was that you that who I, was telling me about like multiple personality disorder, um, I mean, how that starts. You know what I'm saying? And I don't remember. I don't recall. Oh, 100%. actually, oh no, I read it in a book that I'm reading right now. Um, and they're talking about how like I don't know if it's real, but the characters in the book were talking about how like oh sometimes multi multiple personality disorder gets started because you have like two parents maybe one maybe they're divorced and yeah. one of them tells you how much of a failure you are and one of them tells you how great you are so yeah. you like don't even know when you're growing up and your brain's developing you don't even know how to like define like your like yourself you know what i'm saying right i've heard of it as segment i've heard it i don't really know a lot about it but what i've heard about it is that it's segmentation of yourself and mm-hmm. so how i i've heard it perceived is that yeah if you're getting abused as like a kid a lot, then once you go into adulthood, you will take that abuse that you had as a kid and make it a different persona in yourself. Mm. So you will go into your persona of an abused, shy, awkward kid sometimes. And sometimes you go into a persona that doesn't even remember all of that tragedy that you had because you yeah. dissociated. And it's so, a way of coping. It's a, yeah, that, yeah, that's what it's I really heard. sad that people actually have to do that and actually have like permanent mental harm because of it. Crazy. It's By the way, Danny's crazy. asking if we're going to hang out tonight. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I think I, I'm on the homework grind, bro. Like I'm trying to Saturday this is interesting because I literally, I go and I, I have so much homework and last week I fucked myself and I was like mm-hmm. up all night on Monday night. Doing yeah. It. And so now I'm trying to do. Today, I want to finish all my math. Tomorrow, I want to finish all my language arts. And then Monday, I Damn. want to finish my accounting. I see you. We should go back to the old days where we studied together. I'm so down. Like, legit. I'm so down. Are you free, like, tomorrow morning? Mm, I have church, but... Oh, yeah. 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 Um, How is church, by the way? 
Church is good. We're I'm I've been um haven't really had a consistent church in a long time though. Yeah. Um like I I don't even know. After you, Vineyard, like I actually have been like bouncing around different churches. Right. So and you're and you're going to Christian churches, right? Not Catholic. No, Christian, yeah. Yeah. But I just like haven't really developed a like obviously I have my uh Bible study at school, which is yeah. actually it's a more of a fellowship, but like that's actually been like the most consistent like uh quote-unquote church that i've been going to because is it vineyard it's not vineyard it's at school it's called intervarsity oh yeah Yeah. uci yeah but like everything else i just keep like i've been like kind of floating around churches what do you going to different services so what do you do at intervarsity like what i gotta tell danny if if we're hanging out i'll just come i think i could hang out with him but i can but i don't know if tim will join us i'll say that we'll see yeah and so what what happens when you go to your Bible study with your friends? Like what what is it now? That well, I don't. It's not really with my friends because I don't really have any friends. Or <laughs> <laughs> I just go. Um, it's push like, me to the edge. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. On Wednesdays, I have um, I've been trying to get involved with their apprenticeship program there. So I have a one of the leads has been like um, like been like in a he's been apprentice i've been an apprentice to him because it's more for spiritual leadership so i've been like learning about that um, so what do you mean what oh, you're an apprentice to him what is that so like for instance for like the last few weeks like start he start we started like actually we started a while ago like in october i want to say or november um basically it's like you go under you enter this program it's called launch um it's like it's not like a I don't know. It's like a booklet kind of, and you have to go through it with it with like a lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they kind of like you go through with it and it teaches you how to be like a spiritual leader and stuff. And then if you so choose to, you could accept maybe a leadership position within the fellowship if like you want, but like you're just kind of exploring it. You know what I'm saying? So I've been doing that. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, and then like, that's why I do like early Wednesdays, like early Wednesday evening. Then Wednesday night I have, I go to that same leader small group. And then Thursday nights I go to, um, the fe- main fellowship, which is with everyone. It's like the large group. Mm-hmm. It's called impact. And then, uh, on Sundays I just go to normal church, which isn't like related to university. So, yeah, I was picturing the apprenticeship being you following this guy around all day and this guy saying, pray, <laughs> you guys both drop down and pray. I mean, we have like we do. We have been learning about prayer and stuff a lot. Um, I also am part of a mentorship program at um, one of my my old church, but it's kind of a current church. But guys, I'm floating around where like um, they pair you up with like a mentor. So like um, I've been meeting up with this guy for like the last few weeks. His name is Robert. He's like this like he's he's like almost 60 mm-hmm. but he's kind of like someone who could help like you could walk through life with them and they could give you like advice and just help you with your faith and stuff so i've been doing so that he's 60 too. years old and you're and you're what do you ask him about i don't really ask him anything we just kind of talk about like it's kind of like interesting because i feel like it's it the mentorship program was established with like a as like a long-term kind of thing mm-hmm. because obviously you're not going to just go like meet this guy no matter how old he is and just start like opening up you know what i'm saying yeah. it, it's it takes time to develop that like relationship and that trust where you get to know each other so we've just been like getting to know each other and sometimes he'll let me know about what's going on his during his week and i'll let him know what's going on in my week um anything we could pray for each other keep each other accountable and stuff so what i think is one thing that i think that the like, catholicism got right about the church mm-hmm. which i think that they got a ton wrong obviously but i think one thing that they got right and that's still really good today is the whole thing where you can sit down next to the 
bishop of the church or whatever and just confess what you did wrong. Yeah. Like that is like so useful. Like I wish I had that like in my life to like check on myself, you know what I mean? And just like confess all that to someone. Yeah. But God damn, imagine having that job. That's tough. Yeah. I don't know how it is today, but you know how when you go to a therapist, it's confidential. But if you have a call to action, like you're telling your therapist, if you say to your therapist, yeah, I'm going to kill kill, myself. Yeah. Or if you say I'm going to kill they someone. They have the right to like, yeah. Not just they have the right, they legally have to report it. Yeah. And and they legally have to say this person is a threat to somebody or themselves. Yeah. Right. And so, but if you, but, but in therapy, it is allowed if you say I killed someone in the past, then it is illegal for that to be evidence against you in trial if you say it to a yeah. therapist. So it's, it's only about future things. But in the church, I don't think it's like this anymore, but it used to be that you could say anything. No, even if you said like I'm going to kill this person, the person couldn't do anything. Yeah. And so imagine having that guilt. Yeah. Um, especially because I'm um, in the um early or in the late 90s early 2000s during all of the, you know, um molestation cases. Yeah. The bishops would be sitting there and listening to the other people from the church saying I raped the kids. Jeez. And they couldn't do anything about it. And I think those people in that situation, just like that must've been like the, first of all, if I were them, I would have just gone and told someone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's a little, that's a little too much. You know what I mean? I just can't, I, I don't know how I, but I don't even know that. what I would yeah. do. I don't even Mentally, know what I do. Mentally, that's just such a hard place to be in. Imagine being that person, just listening to everyone say all the bad shit they did. It would make yours, you probably feel a lot better <laughs> because you probably are way better than the average, you know what I mean, or or you maybe you're not. It would let you let you know a lot about yourself. No, yeah, honestly, that's just really hard to shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Just like as a therapist too, it's like yeah. that must be crazy. I don't even know how therapists function. Therapists, that it don't, just sounds like so difficult. Therapists who don't have a therapist, I feel bad for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, honestly, like even as humans. You know, we aren't therapists, but in some ways we are all kind of therapists to each other because we let each other, Yeah, we, we keep each other company, you know, we do life together and we talk about our problems. That's what real friends do at least. Yeah. You know, you talk about like what you're going through. It's crazy how in society we are going away from the family roots and going into the like systemic grouping of problems. Like for example... We have fat people, right? We don't right. get enough exercise. Our right. society is more geared towards not physical activity anymore. So we set up gyms and everyone goes to the gym yeah. and deals with that problem artificially, right? I think it's artificial because when you're at the gym lifting a weight, you're not lifting it for any purpose except for the purpose of lifting it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's funny how like therapist is almost similar in that way because you go and you have a problem and instead it used to be the family that would help you out. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you did something wrong, you'd go to your family yeah. and you'd say that. But now we go to a therapist and we all go to the same therapist or different therapists on the nearest one to so your So it's block. kind of like institutionalizing Institutionalizing all problems. Yeah. Solutions to our problems. Solutions. Yeah. Interesting. And so like, it's crazy that everyone just goes to therapists and just tells them their problems and doesn't actually go to each Even other. Even the internet has become somewhat of an institution it has, yeah. for solving problems. I mean, you look at people, 
even people struggling from like loneliness, right? Not even just diagnosing themselves from loneliness. And I want to group everyone together, but you know, there are places in the internet like, like Omegle or Discord or something where you yeah. could develop artificial connections. And obviously, to some extent, they're real. I guess because we should you Omegle could. someone and then put them on the podcast. <laughs> How dope would That'd that be, be? Insane. What if I just Omegled <clears throat> someone right <clears throat> now, like video Omegled someone and put them on the podcast? I don't even know how I feel about that. That'd be right now. That'd be whack. Right now. I don't know. You down? <laughs> Maybe next time. No, I'm gonna do it right now. Why don't I do it right now? We're what gonna see a lot of penises. Are you ready to see the penises? What is okay? okay. I don't know what you. All right, we're about to omegle someone, and and what question are we gonna ask them? What celebrity would you be gay for? Holy crap! I don't even know how Omegle works because I've never actually used. There's Omegle. a video feature. There's a video feature here. We're videoing someone right now. Okay. Oh shoot! It's like immediate. It's immediate, bro. It's freaking whack. Hello. Oh, they they skipped us. Whoa, whoa! That's what is this? Oh shit! That was a guy with his pants down. Um, let's see. What is this, man? Yo, welcome to the Bamba and Tim podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing cool. so great, hey, man. Okay, so we are legitimately. What's this guy's name? What's his what's name? Your, what's your name, bro? Oh, damn. Oh, my God. Are we, we not allowed to ask that? Is that, like, too much? Let's not ask they for names. Could, Let's ask. They, could, they could say a fake name. They could say a fake name. Okay. I mean, actually, I, I don't know. I mean, I would say a fake name. You know. Hi, welcome to the Bamba and Tim podcast. How are you? Uh, I skipped that guy. Okay, I, wait. I want. We got to get someone. Hi, welcome we're to just, the Bamba Tim podcast. We're just, we're just trying to Tim. <laughs> hi, welcome to the Bamba and Tim podcast. Oh God, all these people. I think you just gotta off. wait and just say hi. Hi. So, hello. Back to the future. Hi, we're, we're me and my buddy are recording a podcast right now, and you're on the podcast. You're on the podcast. We're about to get skipped. Yeah, you're actually on a podcast. It's the Bamba and Tim podcast. You could look it up on Spotify if you want to. Um. And we wanted to ask you a question for the Bambinson podcast. What celebrity would you be gay for? Would I be gay for? Jennifer yes. Aniston, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Aniston? Jennifer Aniston. Yo, that's yeah. a good one. That's a really good Damn. one. I love Friends. Well, that's my girl. Where are you guys, where are you guys from? Oh, Canada, A, Canada, A. We've had second, somebody second, from the... Yeah, second person from Canada. Second person from Canada on the podcast. Um... That's cool. Yeah, if you guys want to go on Spotify and look up the podcast too, it's Bamba and Tim. What is, just letting you look know. Look at this guy plugging the podcast. I'm just plugging the podcast. Dude, that's freaking... Bamba and Tim. B-A-M-B-A and Tim. And that's what you're on right now. And so, um, yeah, we're just recording a podcast. How is Canada? How's the weather out there? It's cold. It's pretty cold. It's cold AF, man. Cold AF, man. Dang. Dude, that's yeah. tough. Have you guys ever been on a podcast before? I have not. <laughs> wow. What a That's day! Great. I don't even know what we're doing. What a day what to be is. alive! So, what brings you guys to Omegle? Why are you guys on Omegle? We got bored. We're, we're, we're really bored. Is Canada that boring? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Are they in like West Canada or East Canada? It comes out um, February first. It's already out. Back to the Future. Three. Yeah. Wait. What? Why? Uh, what do you mean? This is it. It comes out. Out. There's a new Back to the Future. Yeah. Wait, what? No way. That's not. No the, way. Like a, like a fourth one? Yeah, dude. Because you said three, and I'm like, there's there's, there's already a, a there's already a three. There's already a third. That's not that's not true. Are you playing video games? 
Yeah. Which video game? Which video game? Fortnite. Fortnite. Hey, Fortnite. Add me on Fortnite. Yeah, no, nah, there's, GTA, no, there's, there's, there's no new Back to the Future, the, but... Nathan fact-checked it. There's no new Back to the Future, and you're you're definitely... You're trolling us. But, hey, it is really good, though. Back to the Future 3 is a really Back good movie. Back to the Future 3 is I a great really film. Like that. I like that one a um, lot. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, any closing remarks? Uh, definitely come to Canada. Wait, what Stay part here. of Canada? What, what, part, part? what part of Canada? BC. We're dope here. Oh, you should tell them how like um we know someone from Richmond. I don't know. If we know, know someone where... from Richmond. Do you guys know where Richmond is? Nope. Oh, it's by Vancouver. <laughs> it's by That's Vancouver. It. It's by Vancouver. Well, later, a eh? see you guys on the flippity flip. Have some maple syrup. Bye. Bye. Oh, uh, that's so wholesome. We can't. We can't. That's a good one. Yeah, so wholesome. <laughs> Maybe we should do an Omegle segment. You know, that's pretty f- actually interesting. That's crazy. I've never used Omegle before. But like, think about that, man. Like, artificially, you could even address that problem, and just be like, like, hey, like, what's your number? I, yeah. Like, if, if like you really like got to know this person, right? And then the whole time, you really never. Knew. Well, there are people. Do you, who- what do you what do you think about that? Do you feel like, let's say, I got into a long distance relationship with someone like all the way in? Like, oh, the I UK have a little controversial. Or London, right? I have a, I have a controversial. Let's say opinion. we like met on a, I don't know, maybe not Omegle, but it could be like video games or something like that. Yeah. Snapchat. Or even like a friend, like maybe like I had a friend who has a friend over there yeah. and then it's like, but, and I meet them artificially and I develop my entire connection with them over like text and like FaceTime right. and like we play video games together. We write Google Docs together. I don't know. <laughs> Would you say that's a real connection? If I said, Hey, that's one of my best friends. Oh, or, I absolutely think it's a real connect- connection. I okay. absolutely, okay. but I, but I, dis- I, I, I'm not a fan and not um, a fan. Okay. And it's a little controversial. How about like. If I was romantically involved with someone, that's what I'm talking about. I think okay. I think if you could be a friend like with someone like, especially if they're like close in distance. But I right. think that there's something once you start a romantic relationship. I, I if you go and you find someone online, I want to pre preface what I'm about to say with this. If you go and you find and you meet someone online and you guys get into a relationship and you are and it works for you, like great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's great that you guys do that, but. My personal opinion on the subject is right. that uh, you have to meet someone face to face for the first time because that's how you know their body language. That's how you know what they're like, how they're like, how they're interacting. But what if and, it was like I'm just playing devil's advocate here, yeah, right? No, I, I want you to. I want to. Right. You to. So like Skype, right? That gives you a lot of options in terms of like you could have pretty much high definition there is face to face connection with when that you person. are looking at a screen and talking to someone mm-hmm. there is something about a human being having that connection with someone through a screen that makes it not real and it makes you disconnect mm-hmm. so when i'm talking to those people on omega and i can see their face and i can see them sitting there on that omega video chat i still don't see them as like a real person but i mean you can see them as a, as a real person obviously but it's harder to make that connection because you don't see them in real life. So your subconscious just sees the screen and a video playing on it and right. you're responding to it in real time. And so I think that there is so many benefits of meeting someone in person and having mm-hmm. that connection where you could touch them, where you could feel them, where you can like, doesn't even have to be a sexual way. You know what I mean? But they're present. Yeah. And I think there's something about presence and something about talking to someone and having a connection with someone in real life that is, cannot be, changed by by uh by that yeah i think maybe when it gets into vr stuff like i think that's a that's 
maybe a different story because that's a little bit more, you know, to that place. I mean, you know what I mean? I feel like the most, if you can't have a connection in real life, the more that you can strive to be into a, like get closer. Mm -hmm. How do I present this? Like the closer you can be to a human interaction in person, the better. So if you're texting someone, I recommend you call them if you feel comfortable with that. I know that you've if always you been a fan them, of that. Yeah. Then you should FaceTime them. Mm. If you can FaceTime them, then you should go and get a dildo mold of their penis and fuck that. <laughs> okay. I was expecting you to say something along the lines of maybe you should fly over there and meet, meet Yeah, them. maybe you should fly over there and actually have a real conversation with them because I I think I'm I'm a big fan of Skyping when you're starting a relationship to like you I know, know that you and Emily did love, love Skyping. I, yeah, I love that. But especially arguments, which I find myself doing this a lot, which is bad. Whenever me and Emily get into an argument, sometimes I'll just like go and say a lot of like mean things like over text. Like, you know what I mean? That are not like mean, but like, you know, we're having an argument. They could be presented like it could be read. Right. When you read them out, it looks kind of bad. Yeah. Right. And so like, I I catch myself doing that sometimes and I'm like, no, like you have to be like face to face to have those like conversations. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like there's like so much factors, like even like smell, you know what I mean? Like when you're with someone mm-hmm. that's like subconscious and like the way that their voice sounds not coming through a speaker, you know, yeah. you know, and the way that like they move, the way that they walk, the mm-hmm. way that they sit down. Like there's so yeah. many factors that you don't even think about that when yeah. you're with someone that when you're seeing them over a video chat, it's not there. So I just think that your relationship doesn't really start until you see each other face to face. Mm hmm. Like all before that is just like background info almost. Now that said, there is obviously a gray area in terms of maybe you met someone in real life and then that person has to move away and then you have to sustain maybe right. possibly the rest of your relationship until you guys moved in together long distance. Now, how do you feel about that? Right. Well, I think that's a completely different story because I feel like once you see someone in real life and you have that connection and you build that trust, mm-hmm. if that foundation is there, then it can be sustained. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's different when you're building that foundation without being in person and yeah. then building that foundation, um, you know, yeah. after like, so before. you'd be more of a fan of someone starting a relationship in real life. Maybe even they knew them briefly in real life and then it, translate the long distance i think it's almost even more weird it's more weird when people go and they meet each other in real life they fall in love and they're with each other all the time and there's some situation where the person has to go away for a certain amount of time right Mm -hmm. example military example you know just moving career career um it's so weird that we now have all these different platforms to stay in constant contact that when they're away you're going and you're FaceTiming them and you're Skyping them and you're texting them. I think what's even crazy is you have their, you could, I mean, I mean, I don't know if every long distance couple does this, but maybe you could have their location. Yeah. Maybe even location. Like you could see them. You could see their like (laughs) Venmo, like their financial transactions. (laughs) Holy crap. It's like, there's everything's transparent these days. And so I think that's so creepy, especially because people who spend three, four hours a night just calling people long distance. Yeah. It's like, it's honestly like kind of wrong. I feel like mm. when you're spending so much of your time talking to a person through a screen where it's like, I understand a quick recap for like 30 minutes, like, cause we yeah. have that technology, but you know, obviously I feel like long distance distance relationships can work, but 
it's so funny how before it used to be built on trust and built on sending letters and built on, you know, living our separate lives, but still thinking of each other, you know, but nowadays, especially I see this with people that I know, people are getting pissed off when they're doing a long distance relationship and they don't receive a text in 15 minutes. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's tough. And it's like, just like you have to let them live their own separate life. You know what I mean? I think what also is tough is the time zone difference. Let's say you're dating someone who's in New York or London, you know, it's kind of like, or even Hawaii. Like, how do you feel about that? You know, that situation of like, maybe you have to, that person, you could be talking to them. You get off work 8 PM, right? You start talking to them, recapping your day. Yeah. Your girl in New York, it's already 11. Yeah. Right. And like, so when you finish talking, it's 10 for her, it's like 1 AM. She has work in the morning. How do you feel about that? Like, you know, you maybe like, I think that's one of the benefits, I guess, of knowing someone in real life is, yeah. you know, you're both kind of like sacrificing the same amount of sleep, if anything, if you're going to do that. But like long distance, you could be staying up just to wait for this person because you know, you know, I am you know such, I, I used to, when me and Emily were first going out for the first month, I think I would call her like every single night and we'd talk for maybe 30 minutes like yeah. tops that that was our thing we never would she was always like babe stay on the phone let's just keep <laughs> it on and then we'll be able to like wake up and we'll still be there and I, every single time i never i've never done that in my entire life i said fuck that <laughs> because <laughs> i i can't i hate calling people on the phone for long periods of time yeah i hate texting people for long periods of time I yeah. feel like if you're not face to face, it's like you're not getting the full experience and you're wasting your own time. Yeah. Especially because you're on the phone. Then there's a bad connection. Then they're going and doing their own thing. Like when if I'm on the phone with someone yeah. and they go and they start talking to someone else or yeah. they start doing something else. Right, right. That's the point I end the phone call. Because okay. it's just I'm not there. You know what I mean? It's, so it's just yeah. like it pisses me off like in a really bad way where it's like maybe I'm a little biased on that because it does actually mm-hmm. piss me off. Right. Like, Especially if there's a bad connection. You kind of feel like if you're going to call me, you need like 100% of your attention on me because you're in a call? Or is that how you feel like? Not only 100% of my attention, but if I call you, then that means that you, I am living my own life and you are choosing to come into my life for a second to tell me something. Right. Right. That is what a phone call is. And so I go and I see that I'm getting a call from you and I pick it up and I'm talking to you. I expect that you're not going to waste my time. You know what I yeah. mean? Coming into my life right. when, when randomly. When you're in right? the middle of a routine or something. When I'm, when I'm doing my own thing. You yeah. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. to, so when like Emily would do that and like, I mean, I, I never like actually like thought that. I'm just kind of like analyzing yeah. it right now. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so when Emily would do that and she would, and she would, it was probably me doing it to her too, just as much like looking back on it. But if she would call me and then start doing other things where I was not involved in it on the call, I, w- I felt no purpose being on the call because especially cause like we're going to see each other soon. You know what I mean? That's, a, that's yeah. another factor. Yeah. And so, you know, if I'm on the call with someone, I'm normally just saying like, maybe if we can't talk all the time, it's a quick recap. Yeah. Like 20 minutes and then max or, or it's just, Hey, when are you free? Right. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a little small talk and hey, when are you free? Because I just am like, you know, I don't like doing that. Yeah. Like all like the small talk stuff on the phone. Like literally, like sometimes there's phone calls where like people will try to be on the phone with you for an hour and 
only talk about small talk. Yeah. And it's just like, how much fucking small talk can I say? <laughs> like and my you're grandpa. The, and you're the king of small talk. And so that's, I'm that's, a, that, that's a lot coming from you. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I can, t- I could do it for a while. Like, yeah. You, you know I know. I, mean? I know. Yeah. Like I could, yeah. I could small, but I, I hate it. Like sometimes. Right. Right. And my grandpa, he calls from Oregon and that is the small talk of the century, bro. If you ever <laughs> heard it, you know what I mean? And like, I love my grandpa in Oregon, yeah. but I don't know him like well at all because yeah. he's like, in Oregon, he's also handicapped, so basically, like, we have to go out there if we're gonna see him. And who yeah. wants to go to Oregon? <laughs> so we've mentioned that in the podcast, yeah, before, yeah. And, and um, and you know, he calls like once a week with my dad. And if I ever, like, if my dad ever wants me to talk to him, you know, I'll just like, hey, hey, are you still playing baseball? Nope. <laughs> How's work? Cool. Wait, wasn't that? I forgot what part of the podcast you said that, but I remember it'd be like, "How's work? Cool. How's the kids? Cool." Oh, that was when um, it was when Mike told um, uh, Tom about his baby, and Tom's like, "Oh, how was it? Cool. It's a boy. Cool. Yes, I know. How's the kids? Cool. (laughs) You know, man. Yeah." Um, no, and Tom said to Mike, <laughs> this is a recap, he said, um, he said, no, he said, like, something like, I was like, oh, my God, you had your baby, and I had, like, the awkward moment, yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. and Tom was like, Mike, you, uh, you had a kid? Yep. Well, was it a boy or a girl? It was a boy. Cool. Yeah. That's where it was so <laughs> awkward. Like, I I think mine was, like, ten times less awkward than, yeah. so once I saw that interaction happen, I was like. What's your. Well, what's your opinion on um? Jesus, this is Ask Tim's Opinion Day. I love it. Yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> no. I I just wanna I just wanna get to know this because it's like yeah. I, everyone has. I mean, I was just, <laughs> I was just listening to the Ryan podcast the other day. You know, in words of Ryan, bro, everyone has a story to share. You know, listening or something like that. I was <laughs> I was re-listening to Ryan's podcast today too. Yeah, and I feel like. Uh, I mean, I nothing against Ryan because I right. didn't know Ryan. But when you talk to Ryan in real life versus when you t- heard him on the podcast, it's a little humorous because I feel like he was he felt like he was being recorded, and what he was saying, like I mean, it was such an entertaining podcast and such a great podcast. Right. And I loved it. Right. But when he was saying things, it wasn't like him. It was like. I feel like it's very exaggerated, like not in a bad way, but it was like a little exaggerated. Like, did you get it's that actually feel? interesting? Because, um, well, I know Ryan, and that's actually like, uh, that's actually not exaggerated. But you have to be like, he did. He um would nor- not normally say that to someone he didn't really know very well. So, oh. like, you know, what I'm saying like for someone like you, he would never be like talking that way. So he was actually opening up to me. Yes. Wow. Like I was receiving That's like a it. Ryan you'd hear like if you were friends for a few years and you'd be like and then he'd be like sharing all this and I'm like Oh okay. wow. So I kind of so got I, a glimpse yeah. into that. So like I hear like me and Brittany hear that you guys side of Ryan all that. the time. Yeah, it's, it's So he is actually like that. He is it's actually just, like it's that. just he's normally not like that with me. He's just normally not that quick to like start op- start getting there already, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. With you he's going to just be, you know, a lot more superficial. A lot more chill and Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Okay, that's cool. But that, I, that actually I did want to ask your opinion on because like uh i'm not sure maybe emily's friends have talked to you about this or maybe you have friends who are like this but there's people who facetime and they view it the exact opposite of you and they're all like right i like the fact that they could like they facetime for the fact of they don't even plan on talking to you but they facetime yeah. because it's like oh i just like being in each other's presence you know what i'm saying 
Like kind of like that. I'm not. I'm not that, making this up. I'm not making I, this no, up. No, no, you know I'm, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm laughing because I know exactly what you're talking about. But I'm sure, like maybe Emily has friends like this. No, Emily or, does that with Becca all the fucking time. And yeah, and you're, like, and you're like doing your your stuff, and there's oh Becca, <laughs> oh she's in the corner. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. how do you feel about that? <laughs> I I can't believe that people do that, and I see Emily do that, and I'm just like. And she FaceTimes Becca and they talk and they talk and they talk. And next thing you know, they're on the phone for two hours and they're not actually talking like most of the time. I'd say it's 50, 50. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, they're just chilling there. Like they're in the same room and they're just like, (laughs) you know, doing their own thing, smoking or whatever. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's actually kind of nice. Like that's kind of like a way to do it. I've seen it like where, like you'll have a smoke sesh with like someone like over FaceTime, you know? Okay. So it's a little bit more relaxed. And I don't know if that's actually like, that's actually kind of cool. If it's like, I don't know, like if you're like long distance, I've actually seen that with like Emily, like kind of work. But again, I would not compare that to actually being with someone in real life. Mm-hmm. And it's cause they've been friends. So you for have so like, you years. have nothing against that. Oh, of, kind not of at all. Not at all. Yeah, Especially okay. like, I, I, well, I don't have anything against any of this FaceTiming. It's just not for me. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's my personal views. Right. I, I, like if someone's doing it like, and they like it, like all power to I think it, it is also different because, like, you know, Emily and Becca know each other in real life. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they went from being friends who hung out all the time to now yeah. Becca goes to school in Redlands and Emily is not always free. Yeah. So if that's what they got to do, make it work. Here is the thing. If you go and you meet someone online... And you're going and you're texting them. And this is going to get a little bit morbid, but I'm just going to use this as, a, as an example. Right. You're texting them. You're getting to know them. You're having conversations with them. You've never met in real life. And that next thing you know, they die. Right. Yeah. And they don't respond to you anymore. You're not even good enough friends at that point to know, like, they could have just blocked you. Or not respond, stopped responding, texting to you. You Yikes. know what I mean? That's almost, yeah. That would be your first response in your head. So you're not even close enough to them to know their well-being, to know if they're in danger, if they're in trouble. I've never trouble, thought of it that way. Yeah. To, to know if, because at any point when you're texting someone and you don't have an actual physical connection to them in the in real world and you're just talking to them digitally, it's two clicks away for them to be out of your life. Yeah. So subconsciously, subconsciously in your head, you know that's true. Yeah. And... With people in real life, you have a physical connection to them. You care about them. You care about their well-being. But I feel like you care a lot less when it's over the internet. Like you could physically see in real life someone's, oh, you're sick. You're maybe limping. You know what I'm saying? Or even just like the way you're talking, you could tell that someone like maybe like, hey, you don't, you seem off. Yeah. It's a lot harder to tell that, you know, virtually. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And like you can't really have a real sense of like compassion and caring. Like, I mean, you do probably you do, but you, do you feel just, like it's artificial. You can't be there for them. What yeah. can you do? We're on, we're on a phone call and right. we're just, that's all we do. And they say, you know what? Like, these are all my problems going on. I have this going on. The only thing you can offer at that point is just, I'm sorry. You want to talk about it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can't say, Oh, I'm having problems in school. Oh, let's like study together. You can't say like, yeah, Oh, I'm having like this like financial problem. Oh, let's do this. Yeah. Oh, like my volunteering place doesn't have enough. Or we people. were, or we were even talking about this in the um, last podcast where you know when like the I always call it the Molly Three incident, but you know what I'm talking about the movie theater thing. Yeah. Sometimes you literally just have to be in that per- 
be present with that person. You don't have to say anything. Right. Like it's all like I'm having a problem and it's like I'm gonna go over to your house. We're gonna we're just gonna like play some video games. We just chill and you just sit in company together and you don't have to say anything and that already yeah. like makes you feel better. You I know think another saying? thing about that too is your field of view in your mind is like huge. You know what I mean? Right. And you go and I'm looking at you right now and you're talking to me and I'm seeing that everything around you is the same and you're seeing everything around me Yeah. and we're both in this room and you could see the whole thing. But if you're FaceTiming someone, then you only see a small window into their existence and everything else is you and yeah. not related to them. Yeah. And they see a small window into your existence and everything else is them. Yeah. And so part of that is you're disconnected. Like you're looking through a phone, but you're only seeing a small field of view. Yeah. Like you're not actually with them at all. And it's so you know that's happening subconsciously. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing into this small view of their life. And it's just very strange. <laughs> you yeah. know? It's very strange. As you'd say, it's bizarre. Because I know you like that word. Oh, Christian just said, hey, man, it was so nice seeing you today. It was so hard. It was a hard day. And seeing you and Nathan made it so much better. That's so nice. So thoughtful. Holy crap. Yeah. I know Christian still listens. So, you know, we love you, Christian. We love you, Christian. It's like, um, and I don't know if you listen to a little Taika, but there's like always that ad lib. It's like, we love you, Taika. (laughs) Oh, come here, Christian. (laughs) Christian's adorable. Let me give you a kiss. I love you, Christian. Was I was gonna question. ask you, shoot! I was gonna ask you something, and I, I it totally slipped my mind. I don't even know. It was, um, yeah. I don't even, so I don't if even you're know. hearing this, I would encourage you to go. Oh, I have, I have something. Buy that airplane ticket. <laughs> you know what I mean. How do you feel about? Because I, I, we don't know the future directions of our lives. It's easy for us to talk about this because me and you have never been in a situation like that. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm definitely coming from but, this from a place of ignorance. Let me just yeah, say that too. But let's, but let's pretend you were, and I feel like your perspective may change a little bit, but how do you, we all feel like, I think the biggest problem, at least for me with long distance relationships outside of even what you were talking about, yeah. um, is the fact that the, usually when you go into a relationship, there is already relationship. Okay. Well, the pretensing everything is the fact that relationship relationships are risk, right? Everything about relationships is a risk. Um, and so usually when you go into a relationship, you already are aware of a risk that you are pouring your time, energy, money, tears, all these emotions to someone that you don't even know will always be around. You know what I'm saying? Um, obviously like there's that, there's that side of it that's non-romantic, but even a romantic way, even more so, it's kind of like, oh, like you're aware that you may break up, but for this person, you're willing to take a chance. And yeah. you know that even after that, they will impact you in a way that you may not be ready to move on for a while. Definitely. And so when you go into something, you look for things called red flags, you know what I'm saying? You look at like, oh, like... There's like kind a probation of, period there's on a, a relationship. There's a lot of factors before <laughs> you even decide to date someone or maybe become official because they're all like, yeah. oh... You want to minimize that chance. You want you want to actually make things work and spend the rest of your life with this person, right? Right. Obviously, we're well aware of the fact that in long distance relationships, there is a very much higher, like exponentially higher margin of like margin of error. Is that what is that the right word? Or chance of breaking chance up. Chance of breaking up. Like yeah, it's a very much higher percentage of things going awry. And I feel like it's really hard because for you, how would you feel about like that whole situation of um. Like, how long do you feel like you should 
roll the dice on this person to be like maybe like this person is everything you wanted right but they're long distance i mean i can so, you know i can speak i can speak from my very personal point of view okay um which i kind of hope emily doesn't feel this because i hope she doesn't feel bad yeah but i'm a very logical person yeah. right yeah and emily was gonna move to virginia after we'd been dating for four months uh, i remember this yeah and we were telling each other things, blah, blah, being the lovey-dovey phase. And she really wanted to keep it going. But God honest truth, like a week before she was going to leave, I was going to end it because I can't. I, w- I already knew. I was like, nope, preparing yeah. myself mentally. Yeah. Like I I knew that if you're going to move across the country and I'm 17 years old, like it's, yeah. it's probably not going to work out. Like maybe like friends. I was saying like mm-hmm. definitely keep up and be friends. Yeah. But like. I was already knew that the romantic part of our relationship was going to die as soon as she moved. Yeah. And, and like, um, and like, I feel like that was already what I had come to. So mm-hmm. that was my, that was, I already knew what I was going to do in that situation. Yeah. And cause it's because the logic side is just, oh, even, yeah. even in that stage where my logic side was like kind of going away, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I still knew and I still like, I, I know the statistics and I know yeah. like the, the burden it is. And even like from going all the way back to our time, the, our discussion about time, like I feel like you subjecting yourself to a long distance. Really, I don't, I don't want to say subjecting. That's the right word, but you choosing to enter a long distance relationship with Emily when you were 17, you're also even outside of that whole like relationship stuff is you are sacrificing years of your life, right? Like yeah. you're going to be entering college and you'll be going through your college years like intentionally not meeting people, not being open-minded, not being open-minded to yeah. meeting other people, which is a good thing because you're trying to remain faithful to Emily. But then let's say, but then this margin of like this huge percentage of you guys breaking up, you guys break up, you look back. Now you've like your whole college years you spent in right. a long distance relationship with someone else. And you'd never got to meet anyone. You even told me you're like, you know, in college, that's like where you feel like is the most ideal place. Right. So from a time perspective, because let's say you want to get, like, I know a lot of people want to get married, like, especially because most people meet in college. So yeah. you, if you like go and you break up with someone, then your it's potential tough. person that you could have been with, dude, there's so many like factors too, because like even in the whole, like, um, like relationship thing, like a lot of people want to get married by maybe like late twenties, early thirties. I don't know about you. There's a lot of people, I think in this day and age, they're saying like a lot of people say they ideally want to get married in their late twenties, something like that. And, so you're going through life. I'm kind of going each, with this. I, for right now, obviously, I have no idea what I'm going to think yeah. in the next few years. Yeah. But as of right now, I think I think the the younger dad kind of lifestyle is for me. Yeah. I'd say I'd want to already have years of marriage in. Yeah. By the time I hit 28, like yeah. 27, 28. Yeah. And that's the time that I want to have like my, my first kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know what you're saying. And so I feel like people who are having kids like late until their 30s and stuff, it's kind of like, hmm. I don't. I don't think yeah. I want to do that. Not, I, not your kind of life. I would rather have kids a little younger. And okay. Just, and I would rather be financially secure by them. But be even because nice you see people like you know, once you reach that age after college, I think I don't want to speak for everyone, but I feel like a lot of people are a lot quicker to uh, not like maybe not necessarily marry, but they don't really play no games anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're young and you're this age, one of the problems is I feel like with relationships is like I said people don't really take the whole time argument very seriously because yeah. when we're at our age, it's, it's not like a bad thing. What well, is a bad thing, but just part of being immature and just at our age, because we feel so like young yeah. and like 
oh there's so much like ahead of us right and you forget like how precious time is so when you before you know it you're 23 and you like are maybe you're maybe not even 23 you're like 24 or whatever and you're single and then you're all like oh shoot like like now i have to f- if you want to get married by 20 like 7 you got to yeah. meet someone and then like i know they're addressing this in friends because uh, i watch friends right and it's like this crazy thing where you don't even want to play any games like you meet someone who's all like oh imagine like at our age like people are if someone if you ask someone at our age i think i don't know if there's like true but maybe you could come ask someone at our age and be like oh would you be down to enter like a long distance relationship with this girl or this guy he lives in london or he lives in new york but like you could take a chance this guy you ask that same question to like a 24 year old 25 year old they'll probably be like i don't care how hot he is like no like i'm looking for and i think that's what it comes down to honestly when you look at like a long distance relationship it's all like what what are you really like looking for in, I don't know, a spouse or something like that? And yeah. I don't know. It's just, there's a lot of factors and that you got to consider and definitely it can be definitely tough. the factors are lower for us because most people our age don't have like secure jobs and secure schedules, you know? And at yeah. school, school is partially social too. So even at, in the JC level, um, because you know, at a job at work, like you're not interacting with coworkers like you are at school. Like, yeah. At school, you're going to be interacting a lot more with the people around you, and um, I feel like when you get older, like you know, especially I feel like I'm already starting to feel this, especially since like from high school. Now that I'm working two jobs and things, like I don't know if I'd be looking for a relationship if I wasn't with Emily. That's already established mm-hmm. because I have so much time commitment. So I'm already kind of feeling that, you know. And it's interesting to think about. And it's crazy, yeah. Because you know people who are in long distance relationships, right? Yeah. And so, what what is your opinions on on that? <laughs> I think I'm not trying to name names, but <laughs> don't name names. I have. I feel like as a, um, as friends, as at least this is how I treat friendship. I don't know. I know that not everyone believes this, but for me, I like to kind of tell myself that like real friends tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear you know if i'm not i'm not your, if i'm your friend i'm not your hype man you know what i'm saying absolutely i can be if it's something that i feel like oh this i like something good you're doing for yourself but if it's something that i like not necessarily disagree with because i i'm okay with disagreeing but maybe something that i feel like has potential to seriously hurt you yeah i want to make you wary of that and so um i obviously know people who are in long distance relationships and i feel like the most important part is telling them like making them aware of like the risk there's a very high relationship is risk but you enter higher risk when it's long distance in my opinion because so much of it's built on trust already and i feel like um people already have trust issues in real like the real life ones and long distance you're just like uh if you're like a really insecure person for instance i just feel like that's really hard on you just mentally imagine you stressing out like what's my you only like you said you only know your girlfriend through this little window, right? So you don't even know so much of what's going on. You don't even know if there's a naked dude out of frame. That's you know what crazy. I mean? You don't even know if there's yeah. a naked dude out of frame. Yeah, that's insane, right? And um, yeah, catfishing like that. It does, I like, just and the, even think? outside of all that, the biggest thing is just think about it. What is the like? Even like a real life relationship right now. Like, what is like? You just look at it. Like, what is the like? like hypothetically right yeah Not, like what is the percentage that you will marry emily or what's the percentage that like you know someone you know right now you meet someone right now like what's the percentage that you'll even 
make it to marriage with them or like spend think, the rest of your life with them like that relationship actually working it's already like pretty low at our age well, right here's the thing so you can't you can't look at it that way you yeah can't, you can't look at it that way when you're starting a relationship because you have to give it a fair chance out of anything oh yeah i'm not saying it like but i know you're not, yeah, I know yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. saying it like that i'm but just like, saying like it's already like the odds are kind of already stacked against you right and then you're going to make it even harder right because the odds of you just like becoming a different person like in that amount of time is like really high too. like yeah like you just entering a long distance relationship with someone like let's think about it right this person lives here you both don't have like a stable like i'm not saying like for a long distance relationship to work there's gotta be a lot of a lot more factors to work out that a normal relationship don't even have to plan for you know yeah like oh where are we gonna live like how are you how am i gonna you can't even meet their family you know what your I'm saying? interests are probably so much different too because if you meet someone online they grew up in a whole different environment than you and they have nothing in common with you except for yeah. having a phone in their hand or, yeah. a, or a computer screen. Yeah. And so you're probably like, you know, you meet someone across the world, they're not going to want to go and live with you and you're not going to want to go and live yeah. with them. You know what I mean? Like of, in the long run, like maybe like short term, you'll be like, oh yeah, I'll go live with them. And then you go and you freaking imagine us meeting someone on That's the crazy, East Coast. Right? And then going and moving with them. I would hate myself. You know, California weather, bro. Like in that's, California. That's what I'm saying is there are so much more obstacles to hurdle over. And so the chant, the odds are really stacked against you. And so I think just my opinion on it is if my friend enters a long distance relationship, I'm not opposed to it. I want that to work. Yeah. I want all of these relationships to work. And I, want, I, don't, I don't want to see my friends getting hurt. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. the, I think it's like, it'd be wrong of me to just say like, to just feed into this argument that's all like oh yeah like go you like this is gonna work i, I just want to let them know like i'm supporting this but i want to warn you like you are you're most you're, likely going to be hurt yeah you are aware of this right the fact that this probably won't work and not not even like probably mo won't yeah. work because there's a difference because like the statistics for like meeting someone in high school or meeting someone in college are already like low yeah but that cut, cut that to like one tenth if you meet them online like you know what I it's mean? It's like insane. So it's like you're almost going into that relationship, and it's it is you can pretty much say like, unless the, you're some statistical think, anomaly, yeah. like you're going to break up with this. Person. The crazy part is a healthy relationship that you met in real life. You like we could duplicate you and Emily, but just put the one thing that she's in Virginia, right? Duplicate it. Yeah. And the you and Emily alternate alternate reality where she's in Virginia is gonna have a lot more problems. Just for the fact, even out, let's pretend you guys are like fully functioning, but even that whole part of, all right, like we want to like, maybe you want to get married or you want to like start living together or now that, and now there's so much more problems with that. Cause it's all like, who moves first? That's one, right? Like, where are we going to live? You can't even do like the whole, like, like then your family is like, oh, you, a thing with long distance thing is too is, is like, how do you even tell your family about that? Like, because your parents, I know for me, if my kid was all like, oh, like, I want to move in with my girlfriend. I'm like, okay, first of all, like, I know you've been talking to this girl, but, like, I don't, I've never even met her. Yeah. Like, right? Like, it's all like, oh, then have her come here. And it's like, yeah. she's probably feeling the same way. <laughs> I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much, like, oh, there's so many hurdles you have to go go through that's, like, not that the Emily and Tim that lived in L.A. don't have to go right. through. Which right? is, like, Maybe the you know only way that would work a long distance relationship is if you guys are both committed to being virgins until you get married. Because think about this. You go and you meet someone. Most relationships that aren't like within religious institutions. Yeah. You are trying out 
you know, the romantic side and yeah. making sure that that's compatible. Yeah. And so you can't really test that. So you yeah. go, imagine you go and you're, and you fall in love with someone and you're, you, you are not in a, in a religious institutional relationship and you want to do romantic, intimate things with them um, before marriage and they move in with you and it's just not clicking, you know, <laughs> you're just the romantic side. How do you clicking. feel about, um, you have a micro penis. <laughs> like, how do you, how do you feel about, well, cause in long distance relationships, there are ways to emulate that. Not like obviously real reality, but I don't know if you catch my drift, like in terms of you could know that your partner doesn't have a micro penis before that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Sex thing. Yeah. But so how do you, so it's so much different, bro. Mm-hmm. You go and you sex someone, you could see the, you could see the gear that they're packing. Yeah. But until you feel the gear that they're packing, you're not going to know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not, you don't know if it's compatible. You don't know how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And part of that, I feel like it's definitely trial and error, but yeah, sometimes it's just not going to, it's still a risk. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you've never done something intimate with someone and you're trying to make these steps and progress the relationship. Yeah. It's a lot more challenging. Mm-hmm. And especially if the expectations are that it's going to be um, romantically involved. I've never asked you about this too. How far are you willing to go before marriage? Just at this point, it's. I've always like I'm kind of old school, right? So I've always wanted to like get to know someone like without that being a factor because, right. like the way I view it is, actually I find it in my opinion, I find it very respectful for like because we're in such society that like is so like sex infused i guess and like everything has become so sexualized in society for you to actually like get to know someone and like i guess develop that connection with them and like know who they are and then decide hey i want to marry this person without that being any factor like like lusting over like it's kind of cool because think about it like when you get old with someone like that is one element i'm not saying you like that that's one element like looks i guess that whole element of sex i guess in my opinion is kind of i associate it could very easily turn from love to lust pretty quickly and if you i feel like one of the hardest parts of being in at least falling in love with someone is distinguishing that love from is this love or is this lust you know what i'm saying and one of the hardest things to do is to nav is to navigate that line and for me, like taking that out and saying that boundary for yourself and being like, I'm not going to even like go there is like a good way for you to evaluate someone. Because honestly, like in the long run, like yeah. that's one element that is going to fade from them is like their looks and the fact that like you're going to grow old with this person. I want to grow old with someone who I know is someone that I actually am in love with and someone who I actually am in love with, like their character, things I know aren't going to like fade. Absolutely. And so you take that. So I'm not, and I'm not saying that sex isn't a part of a relationship. I'm going to get to that. But like, for me, it's like, if I'm able to save that for later, save that for when I actually know that this person is, that I am going to spend the rest of my life with this person. This person knows that they're going to spend the rest of life, their life with me. And we've accepted each other's flaws and we just move forward and we want to move forward together as like, as a unit for their, like for until death. Then I think that's like really something I want. I want in a partner is like oh like so like this person isn't lusting over me i'm not lusting over there and that's not and that our bodies are a non-factor for like going into a long-lasting relationship because that's not going to last that's like a part of that's a very like fleeting part of our humanity i guess and um the other thing is um 
I guess the way I view it is once I've reached that point, right? I think we're all aware of the fact that like sex is very important in terms of it is actually like a really cool thing that could like bring people together in a sense that like people usually don't forget like you're first, right? Like people don't forget that person. People yeah. don't forget their first time in love, um, things like that, especially when it comes to sex. And I feel like um, for me, it's this, it's this, it's an action that like really could honestly bring people together in a sense that like it really solidifies a bond you have with someone psychologically um, and physically, right? And so for me, I want to save it for marriage in terms of like the fact that if I could get to know this person and like fall in love with this person, and that's not even a factor. And then they do feel the same for me. And then it's like, once I already know that we're going to spend the rest of our life together, that's like the glue that holds us together. Like sex becomes a thing we introduce that like, that strengthens our bond even further. Yeah. Then I really like that. That must like, be concept. so fucking awesome you to consummate saying? a marriage. Like that must be like the best fucking feeling in the entire yeah, world. Yeah. It's like, I don't really view it as like, I know there's a lot of Christians who view it differently who are all like, oh, I want to save it because like it's going to like make it more here, cool. And I'm all like, side. I don't really view it that way. I just view it because here's the thing. I disagree with the fact that it's a factor because in my opinion, I might be like not educated to speak on this, but in my opinion, that's, I don't view sex as like something as deep as like your character. Like you as like, oh, like this person is a impatient person or this person is like this has a red flag of like being a jealous person sex is one of those things that like the fact like it would be so cool if like if like my wife doesn't judge me and i don't judge her because i don't have any past baggage yeah and she doesn't have any past baggage right and we get into that and it's kind of like that that's one of those skills that like th i feel like sex is more of like it's less of a character like inherent character thing and more of something that you could like teach each other that you was know that was the thing that i really liked with having emily as my first person too is that I couldn't imagine being with someone starting out and I mean, I can't imagine, but yeah, it would, it would be a lot different starting out with someone and you've never had any sexual experience and they've had a lot of sexual experience. Yeah. That pressure and that burden. That's a lot. I'll tell you something. I'll tell yeah. you something. The first time that you're going to do it, you're not going to be, you're not going to be yeah. good at it. You're yeah. going to suck. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter what you do. You don't, yeah. you can't, you can't, you know, yeah. practice for that. You yeah. know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying is like, you could get like, so, yeah. It's not, it, in my opinion, it's not a factor because it's one of those things that if you both go into it like empty handed, like you're going to teach each other anyway. You have the rest of your lives to each other, bro. Like yeah. you literally, no, I think like, I, I she agree could, with like that. you know what I'm saying? Like it's not one of those, it's not a factor because it's going to be like something that we're going to learn from each other. And it's just going to be like, you know, it's like not, so, so here's what it's I want to It's not like, oh, she has this red flag, kiss character, this inherent character flaw that makes us incompatible. Like sex, you could make that compatible. You just have to like be open. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like absolutely. That's that's I, how I view that. I think but that I'm anyone. also I wanted to also say this that, um, I also don't think I also disagree with all Christians that it's like a make or break thing in terms of I don't at least for me like if I met someone and she's all like hey I just want to let you know like I'm not like a virgin or anything I know there's some Christians who will look at that and be like oh no no pass up pass up like and for me like I'm like I don't view it that way like if I if I meet someone who like they i know i'm not like their first time or anything like that that's like that honestly doesn't really play a factor to me but you because go to them that level and you will still say nope not with me you're not getting me until i put a ring on you i think like well if they're a true believer they'd probably like feel the same way they'd, be, they'd probably be like yeah like i i don't want to like do that i feel but like you ha they have to be a christian i'm not saying that i'm not saying that there's that we can't sin you know what i'm saying you could meet like a really strong christian person like you're both you might both still mess up like you were saying that's like I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like we could still mess up. 
but like <laughs> hey baby let's sin together i'm not saying like we should mess up but i'm saying like if it happens like i'm not like that's how sin works you know what i'm saying but i for me what i believe in is i don't want that to happen um you're gonna try your best to make i'm gonna try my best happen. i'm gonna try my best for that not to happen obviously i can't speak on it right now because like but here's what i think but you if i do get in a relationship someone, like, i, wanna, I, I, I do want to say that i don't want that to happen yeah i like that viewpoint but diving down into it so at least is what I've experienced is the okay. Christian bubble. Okay. And all so right. let's, let's hear this. The Sometimes I don't think this happens with all the people, but I think this happens with a good majority of Christian people. And you probably experienced this too. Yeah. The people who are Christian and they do things their entire life and they have guidelines and they've been told the way to act their entire life. And they were raised in the Christian church. One day they wake up and their bubble gets broken that they have set up around themselves and they go and they start doing hard drugs they start partying, they start having sex, they start doing everything that they were talking out against their entire life. Yeah. And I wonder if that will ever happen to you. I don't think it will ever happen as crazy. I don't crazy. think it's like, the thing is like, I've never really been that kind of quote unquote Christian that like I talk out against that. I don't really like those Christians to begin with. No, I, I, not those Christians. I want to say that. Per, but I don't agree maybe, with. Yeah. I don't agree with speaking out against those things. I guess I worded that wrong. I don't, I don't, don't like if my friend, If my friend was doing all that, like all that stuff you just said, I don't think I'd speak out against it in terms of like, I disagree with it, but I would never be like, Oh, like you're a bad person for doing that. Yeah. Because like we all like are sinners and we all struggle. I am like just as much of a sinner as you are. And like just as much of a sinner as like Hitler, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm not saying that like Hitler is like equal. Like that guy was pretty messed up. But what I'm saying is like, we all struggle with things. We all have like, demons that we fight yeah, it says in the bible all sin is equal under the yeah like God i'm not saying that like there are people who are like uh worse or better like and all that stuff like i just feel like the way i view it is i've never really viewed myself as just because i'm a christian i don't really view myself as better than anyone i just feel like that's just what i believe in but i i thought of something when you're talking about that and um it was from reddit and I just want to okay, like close okay. the podcast on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this this Reddit sub thread that I've been liking recently, it's called Ask Me Anything. Yeah, yeah. And one of the questions that was posed on the subreddit was, um, if the world was going to have a mass genocide and you had to divide the population up into, into two groups and there was basically a coin flip, and one and you could divide it up any way you wanted. It could be one person and the rest of civilization. It could be any way you want it, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, how would you divide it up? And you know, one pop one side of the population dies and the rest lives. Yeah. And one of the person's responses was put all the Christians on one side and the rest of the population on the other side because if all the Christians die then it's just a, a religion that gets wiped out. But they said the funny part was is that if everyone else dies and get and gets wiped out of the face of the planet, then all the Christians will think that the um, <laughs> what the fuck is it called the um, the thing where you know everyone goes to heaven? Oh, the uh, the rapture. <laughs> the rapture. I was happened. gonna argue that even if the Christians all died, the rapture would still happen. Right. Then okay. Yeah. It would so be that, both that, sides. That, that, that the both sides the, would fulfill the rapture happening. Well, no, I would no. It would be funny because it was. Um, it would be if all the Christians get wiped out, right? Then everyone would think, "Oh, the rapture happened, and they're all living here." Yeah. And then if everyone else got wiped out, then all the Christians would think the rapture happened, and they all were left behind. <laughs> <laughs> so or it would be would like, die. or they think that the rapture happened, the new earth already like occurred. They're like, yeah. "Oh, God must have already constructed a new earth without us no even knowing it." <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. 
You're right. They would make up something like that. How yeah. would you split up the planet if if that happened? If one side would die and the rest would survive? Um, I'd say. I don't know. That's really weird. I don't even. One of the responses I remember too is one person said India on one side and the rest <laughs> of the world on the other side. They said because they said if if India dies, then their entire culture is done, but it really doesn't affect anyone else. You know what I mean? They yeah. just die. Yeah, yeah. And if everyone else dies, then India has like a big enough population that they'll just like repopulate the world. Yeah, it'll be so. It won't even be like that. Like, oh, that's cool. That's a, that's a. And that's the a families cool. would that's stay cool. together and everything. So. I don't even know how I'd split that up, man. There's, I feel like, like, I don't know. I feel like that's, that's really weird. I, I, I really like that question though. Mm-hmm. I really like that question. I don't know. It's don't so know. interesting to think about. Yeah. Like <laughs> there's, I, I, there's so many good responses. I'm just trying to remember them. That, those are the two that I rem- remember though. But yeah, I think this is the time that we're wrapping up the podcast. All right. So. Yeah. Um. Thank you for tuning in. I this know. one has been a. This one has been a. Ride. How long was this? We talked for way it's too long. It's been long ones. It's just, we've been doing some long ones recently. <laughs> I, I like long. the long ones. I don't know why you don't like the long ones. I don't know. I think that we do need to get like if we're gonna keep having the long ones, then we're gonna definitely need to have like a break segment. I feel like. Or we need to like really if we have an agenda. I feel like too like it helps us like with the time management because we just went to this one with no like agenda i like it though i like conversation it's good thanks okay (laughs) all right